What is happening, my friends? Welcome back to the channel. As promised, this is going to be a quick UFC 279 recap. Specifically on two fights, I want to talk about the main event, Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson, and the Hamza Chimaev versus Kevin Holland fight. All right, let's start with uh, Hamza versus Holland. Utter domination. That was one of the few instances that during the fight and after the fight, my jaw was dropped. Got up from the couch. I just kept repeating, damn, Hamzat is the real deal. This dude's a menace. This dude's a monster. What he did to Holland was, it was insane. I thought it was very intelligent of Hamzat to not try to stand and trade with Kevin because that would be giving Kevin his best chance of winning. Kevin's long. He's rangy. He has very awkward stand-up. He has knockout power. But there was going to be a big wrestling disadvantage for Kevin Holland and Hamzat exploited that. And it looked like grappling disadvantage in general. The way Hamzat went after that Darce choke like a pit bull, didn't let go of it. Holland was trying to do his best to counter it, but to no avail. It was extremely impressive how Hamzat was riding Kevin. He was just floating on him. Holland is trying to scramble on the ground. He's trying to roll. Hamzat going with it, maintaining dominant positioning. That's years and years of grappling and wrestling experience. It's completely effortless for Hamzat. I want to talk about the glove touch debacle. Was it crappy of Hamzat to do that? Sure. Was it against the rules? No. If I'm not mistaken, they already did a glove touch in this stare down or before that. I don't remember, but I know they did. So when the bell rings, Holland puts his fist up, Hamza ducked it, shot him for a takedown, and that started the sequence of events that led up to the finish. Anytime after the glove touch thing, Holland could have tried to counter what was going on. He couldn't stop the takedown. He couldn't get up off the mat. He couldn't avoid the dark stroke. So do I think Hamza shooting for a takedown and not touching gloves? Had this massive impact on a fight and the result? Not really, honestly. Was it a factor? Sure. But they say all's fair in love and war. It's not like he cheated either. I think Hamza was going to dominate that fight regardless. A lot of people doubt him. And I still see doubters out there. I still see comments pointing out the glove touch thing as if that would have made a difference. I'm seeing comments out there crapping on Holland. Like Holland's not a good fighter, that the win still doesn't mean anything. I mean, at this point, you kind of got to admit that the guy's good. You have to admit that he's a title contender. And you have to admit that him versus Colby, him versus Usman would be interesting. And he could certainly beat both. And the champ, Leon Edwards. I'm not saying that he definitively would beat all three. I'm just saying that he's legit the real deal and he could. So there's that. That's that fight. Moving on to Nate versus Tony. So we should have saw this fight like five years ago. But nonetheless, we still got to see it better late than never. Nate looked like Nate. Tony looked slow. He looked old. I love Ferguson to death. The guy's an absolute legend. But compared to how he came out in that last fight against Chandler, big difference. Now, I don't know if it was the extra weight he has to get adjusted to uh, 170 again. 
But against Chandler in that first round, man, Tony was looking sharp again. He was looking quick. The reflexes were there. The counters were there. And it showed with the knockdowns and how that fight was playing out. Of course, up until we got knocked out. But in this fight, I don't know, man. Tony looked, he looked awkward in a bad way. He always fights kind of weird and awkward. But he just looked slow. His timing looked off. He was doing a little bit too much running from Nate. Turning his back to him. I know he was looking for spinning elbows and spinning back fists trying to bait Nate. He was having massive success with those low kicks. Should have stood on those. The times that Nate was showboating, leaning against the fence, being silly in a fight. Forget the niceties, man. Tear Nate's legs up. He started to do that later in the fight, but he gave him a break a few times. I thought that was a mistake. Show respect after the fight. Try to take your opponent out in there. Nate wasn't liking those low kicks. I feel like they put a sense of urgency into him. And he got more aggressive. He started turning up the boxing, increasing the volume of strikes. And he was getting to Tony. Tony was getting a little bit overwhelmed. I saw Tony huffing and puffing a little bit. Tony just didn't look himself in that fight. And Nate once again looked like Nate Diaz. I thought Nate submitting Tony was possible. But I didn't think it was likely. And I was just flat out wrong. Granted, Tony did stick his neck out there. Was a little bit sloppy with his takedown. He got caught. And I was reading some comments. Guys are saying, oh, Tony gave up. Oh, Tony took a dive. That choke wasn't even set in. Yes, it was. When you have a black belt of the caliber of Nate Diaz, you don't have to have a perfectly applied guillotine. A black belt of his level and experience, their squeeze is incredible. You can have an arm in and it's still going to tap you out. That's exactly what happened. It was a fun fight between two legends. Did they look the sharpest and the best? No. Was it still cool to see and a privilege? Yes. I think Tony should go out on this fight. It was a fun fight to go out on. Fighting another legend like Nate Diaz. I saw in the post-fight press conference he wants to continue fighting. Hey, if he loves to do this, if this is his passion, if he feels like he still has more to offer, I guess he could do what he wants. I just don't want to see Tony beat up, lose badly anymore. Because if he fought Lee, man, I don't think that would have went well for him. And the same thing for Nate. Nate kind of got lucky in my opinion. I feel like if he would have fought Hamzat, it would have been bad. Nate is kind of like semi done with the UFC. Basically said he's not closing the door, and he also doesn't really want to fight for the UFC either. He wants to pursue other endeavors. I'm guessing boxing, maybe a boxing match with uh, Jake Paul. Obviously, that's a money fight for Nate, I mean. I wish him the best. Nate Diaz, legend. It was a fun fight for both of them to go out on. That's all I got, guys. Let me know in the comment section what you thought about these matchups. Thanks for watching the video. If this is your first time at the channel and you enjoy the content, consider hitting that subscribe button, like and share the video. Appreciate that, guys. And I'll catch you all on the next segment. Until then, you all take care. Later, guys.